Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, Abundant Soul. I am so excited about today's episode. We have a very special guest and I am really looking forward to her unique perspective on business and world and feminine leadership. As you know, I love working with women. I'm all about empowering women, feminine leadership. However, sometimes... I feel like we are just on the tip of the iceberg, looking at the things, what can be done in our lives and business. Eleanor, our today's guest, is going so much deeper because she is really using the ancient wisdom and sacred feminine spirituality to empower women and her clients. And she's true embodiment of that connection. So I'm really excited to see like how the ancient wisdom is being brought into today's world. Welcome, Eleanor. Thank you, Petia. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. And I really love that because I feel like in today's world, sometimes we are so future focused, like mm. where we are going, what are our goals, what we want to achieve, the numbers, blah, blah, blah. And it's so much of the masculine, so much of the future oriented. So I'm curious, what helps you step into this feminine leadership so confidently because mm. I feel like it it took me like let's be honest it took me years to even embody and see the feminine as powerful in my yeah. business versus leaning on the masculine because you know the masculine gets stuff done the yeah. masculine makes the money and then we find out we are really capped when we stay only in our masculine. So I would love to hear like your journey into the feminine, embracing it confidently, and why ancient? Mm, two powerful questions. So first, my journey is that I was doing everything the masculine way. You know, I was coming from the corporate world, from the banking world. And then my, I launched my own business after writing my first book. And I was really focused on a vision. I was like, I'm going to heal the world and teach this method to coaches and it's going to change everything. And I was doing everything very much the masculine way. And I was leaving out a lot of my intuition and a lot of surrendering to what is because I was so focused on the goal and the vision. And at some point I started feeling misaligned and I was like, hmm, there is something not going right here because my intuition was still guiding me enough that I could have this insight. And that's really when I realized it's time for me to surrender. And I started diving deep into feminine spirituality, the divine feminine, mystery teachings, ancient wisdom. And that's where I realized who you came here to be has never been before. 
So if you lead your life and your business from a place of this is what I want to create and you're extremely focused on that goal, that is great, but you might miss out because you're going to do that from your mind. But your soul is, is wanting for you to evolve into someone that nobody else can be. Mm. And that offers something that is unique to the world. Mm. And so when I allowed myself to surrender, which is a beautiful feminine quality, that's when I allowed the greater plan to unfold for me. And when you allow the greater plan to unfold for you and you lead with your womb wisdom, with your heart, with your intuition, with, of course, you have a plan, of course, you have certain goals, but you're always open to them evolving. That is really when you get into a place of flow, you get into a state of Kriya. Kriya is an ancient Sanskrit word that just means flow, effortlessness. And you find yourself at the right place at the right time. You have people that come and ask you something that you were just thinking about. And you start to do things much more in a, in a flowy way rather than this is my to-do list and let's get it done one after the other. This is so beautiful. And I had to write it down. Your soul wants you to evolve into someone who has never been before. It is so beautiful and so powerful because, you know, in a business world, Eleanor, I feel like very often we can compare ourselves, yeah. whether it's conscious, whether it's subconscious, we look at our mentors, we look at women who quote unquote made it right, like who achieved their goals, who are living the life that we dream about, whatever it is for us, right? Whether yeah. it's being a mother and living in a farm or having a Gucci bags and living in a mansion, right? It's it's like we're looking at others. And I feel like that comparing, it's really dimming our light. Oh, totally. So what did it do for you? Like what, do you, what were you able to create when you asked yourself about how can I be aligned? How can I like co-create with this feminine, what were you able to experience in your life? And also business, because we have a lot of women who are listening, who have their own business and who might be still, quote unquote, stuck in that masculine, getting yep. things done, making money, but feeling that there's misalignment, aka yep. something is missing. Yeah. So this is what I am the most passionate in helping women with and what they usually come to me. It's like, I have this six figure business, it's working, but I feel I'm meant for more. And if I'm really honest with myself, I'm actually starting to be unfulfilled. Mm. And when you feel that, like there's feeling that you're meant for more and there's lack of fulfillment and you don't know how to find that fulfillment, that's really the red flag because that's your soul that is trying to invite you to let go of that go, 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 do, do, do way. And it's trying to lead you into your highest potential. Mm. And so when that happens, and if you respond to your soul by saying, yes, okay, I am going to step into my highest potential and I'm going to let go of what isn't aligned for me, you start walking a path that I call the rebirth journey. And this is very ancient wisdom. Jesus was talking about it. The Buddha was talking about it. Ganesha was talking about it. So we have all these spiritual masters from 2000 and more years ago that um, have gone through these death rebirth journeys. And we are invited to go on a death rebirth journey as well 
on a spiritual level. And the more leadership you're meant to have on earth, so as a business owner, the more leadership you're meant to have, the more you're going to be pushed into that death rebirth journey. And then you're going to have a really big one where you're really going to come more and more into alignment with who you are. And then you're going to have smaller cycles, smaller of these journeys, so that you can always expand towards expressing more of your highest potential because we are infinite beings and you're never really done until you do you completely because we're infinite well we're never done <laughs> and so it's exciting when you can recognize that pattern and so I went through a huge death rebirth journey when I divorced and I left the banking world and I had this huge spiritual awakening and I left Europe and I moved to Canada and started over from like a blank canvas just by following my intuition. And I said, I've checked all the boxes. Now I'm going to do it my way because it mm -hmm. hasn't worked for me. And then I've had several cycles and I even had one recently, uh, nine months ago, where suddenly I felt I was pushed in a corner. So you really know when you're pushed into another death rebirth journey, when everything was fine, it's like the summer season, everything was flowy, uh, you were making great money, and then suddenly things aren't working anymore. You're like, mm -hmm. what's happening? I feel I'm pushed in a corner. I feel I'm not fulfilled. I feel I'm frustrated. What's going on? Oh, my back is starting to hurt. Oh, my knee is starting to hurt. Oh, my neck is starting to have this thing. And that's really the movement from that summer season to the fall season. So this is your soul actually inviting you to have a look at yourself. And that's where the feminine comes in because the feminine is inward. She goes within, she's reflective. She asks herself question. And so that's the time to go within and ask yourself, what have I been doing that isn't really serving me anymore? What have I been doing? What choices have I made? How have I been showing up in a way that isn't serving my highest good? That isn't the expression of my highest potential. Another way of asking yourself that question is, where have I been hiding? Where have I been playing small? Where have I been playing safe? And fall is a feminine season as well as the night extends and the night is really the feminine, the day is the masculine. So even the season teaches that we're really invited to go within and let go of the leaves that were beautiful and shining in the summer, but that in the fall need to fall from the trees. Hmm. This is so beautiful. And there are just like so many parts that I can personally so deeply resonate. And I love that you were calling it rebirth because when I was birthing my daughter, I both, it's just like, you know, like subconscious knows what it's doing, our higher self. But months before I even like, it was even almost a year. I bought a candle, a beautiful candle. And I always buy them with different intention. I have like money and abundance and uh, house blessings. I bought one called rebirth and I never lit her up. On the day I was birthing, you know, I told my husband, light up the candle. Now it's the time. Mm. And it's so powerful, you know, how our soul, it's always calling us forth and using a different scenarios in our life, whether it's divorce, whether it's, you know, birthing a child, whether it's a client who don't align anymore, you know, it's yeah, so yeah. fascinating. It's like, 
looking back, I'm like, I love who I've been. And now it doesn't align anymore. Exactly. We're called forth. And like you said, you get a headache, you are not feeling well. It's it's like you get these little nudges. And if we're not listening, what do you think happened? We get kicking the booty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally like you will fall into your play into your face if you're not listening to these nudges. So Eleanor, for those women who are listening right now, and they're like, oh my God, I can recognize myself in everything she's saying. Like, for example, when you say like women who know that they're meant for more before the pandemic hit in 2000, you know. 20 in 2019 i had my first live event here in las vegas called meant for more Mm. because that's how i felt i knew there is more to life i just didn't know what the more is and i'm like i am pretty special but i'm not that unique that nobody else is feeling the same way Mm -hmm. so for women eleanor who have that feeling inside of them like looking around and they're like my life is pretty good and I'm still not happy. And maybe they're feeling even ashamed because I know I did. I felt ashamed and kind of guilty to even tell anyone about how I'm feeling because on the outside, my life You're was supposed good. to have everything. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, I'm supposed to feel happy right now because yep. I have everything check, 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 you know, and yep. not what's wrong with me. Yeah. So for those women who are feeling this way, who are like, well, my life is good, but I know there is more and I don't want more to have more, but to be more. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like so excited. I'm hitting here my mic. Um, (laughs) What are some things? What are some steps? What are some rituals? What is something that they can do, create, or like just start shifting in the right direction? Well, the first thing I would say is to understand that when you have this sense of I am meant for more and I am ashamed to be unfulfilled because I'm supposed to be happy, I have so much. Um, Just be aware and you are going to be aware now because you're listening to this podcast episode that you are actually simply invited to start walking a death rebirth journey. And it's important to understand that this death rebirth journey is actually made of four stages. And I'm going to give you those four stages because each stage requires something different of you. It's going to make you feel differently. And the more you can understand each stage, the more this process is really going to transform you. And so the first stage, it's that letting go. Well, if I am meant for more, what am I doing right now? What am I holding on right now that actually doesn't feel really good? And if you're honest with yourself, you know what that is. Maybe it's clients that you're working with because they're paying you good money, but you're actually not enjoying the work anymore. Maybe it's that relationship that you've outgrown. Maybe it's a habit or a way of speaking to yourself. Or maybe it's a way of showing up in your business that isn't totally aligned with who you've become in the past years. So it's those questions that I was sharing earlier. What doesn't nourish you? What are you doing that takes energy away from you rather than giving you energy? What are you doing where you're keeping it safe? You're playing small. What are you doing more for the money rather than for the love of it? 
And so that first season that is really like starting the cycle, it's really the fall season. It's all about letting go. And it's hard because you're letting go, but you have no idea <laughs> what's going to come after. But one of the universal laws is um, the universal law of oneness, which means that everything is always full. Everything is always complete. And so whenever you create space, the universe is going to fill it. Whenever you ask a question, the universe is going to answer it. So let go of those things that aren't aligned anymore. And if you're really honest, you know what they are and you can have, you know, on a physical level, what is it? On an emotional level, what is it? On a mental, on a professional, on a spiritual level, have like a 360 analysis of where you're at and let go of everything that's not serving you. That's not pushing you up. That's not nourishing you. And then what's after the fall season is the winter. And that's usually where people struggle the most. Because right now we're in January, it's the winter, there's snow. If I'm looking outside the window, it feels like everything's dead. And you might feel like part of you is dying because she is. Mm -hmm. And you might feel like nothing's happening. I don't have clarity. It's dark. Well, yeah, it's the shortest day of the year, right? So that darkness is present on a physical, emotional, and mental level. And so in that winter season, when you don't have clarity, when you feel like you're dying, when you have let go, you don't know what's going to come. It's very, very, very important to surrender and not to jump on the first thing that comes. Because your mind is going to want to grab onto something to like get out of this situation because it's uncomfortable. Let's face it. We don't like the unknown and we have not been taught how to surrender. Surrender in our masculine world, it feels like weakness. It feels like giving up. It feels like you're not going after your dreams. Nothing's going to happen for you. And the more you can surrender, the faster you're actually going to get out of it. If you fight this winter phase and you're trying to holding on and find answers, you can stay stuck there really long. But if you surrender, you sit in the stillness and you wait for your life force to come back, for your intuition to guide you, for really the light to suddenly show up in your life. Mm. If you wait long enough, you are going to truly find that soulful answer, that place where your soul wants to guide you. And that answer can show up through an intuition, a person that you meet, a conversation that you have. And really often, it's going to be pieces of the puzzles that you're going to gather. Oh, I had a dream about this. Oh, I pulled this card and it really resonated with me. Oh, I had this very interesting conversation with a previous client of mine that is asking me this now. Oh, I've received this email with this title that really hits me. Like, when are you going to write this next book or something? And you start gathering all the pieces of the puzzle. So that's what you do really in the winter is that you surrender and you wait for the pieces of the puzzle to come to you. You can also, you know, like entertain and maintain your relationship that you have with the unseen and ask questions to your spirit guides if you know how to do that or like with oracle cards and in your meditations. And one day all the dots, all the pieces are going to connect and you're going to see the puzzle and your life force is going to come back. And that's when you move into spring. And that's when it's time to take action. And that's where you are reborn. Mm, wow. 
I love that so much because I feel like I had to surrender a lot. You know, yeah. I, I I used to be in a place that I thought that if I control everything and if I will just keep going, it will somehow magically work. Exactly. More of the pushing and the willpower versus creating the spaces to surrender. Because I'm yeah. noticing, you know, when my business really started to blooming, it's because I started to bloom and because mm-hmm. I gave myself space, because I gave myself opportunity to receive but it's not when we're pushing and when we think there's 24 7 and and always a season to go 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 so I love this so much and I know that our listeners do too and I know we cannot encompass everything here that we would love to because there's so much more to you and so much more depth into everything you're creating and I'm curious for those who want to connect with you deeper, who want to learn about your work, who really resonate with what we were saying today, you know, yep. where they can the easiest connect with you. What's your favorite yep. place online? The the fastest and easiest way to connect with me is on Instagram. So on my Instagram account, um, E-L-E-D-E-P-O-S-S-O-N. I'm going to send you the link if you want to put it in the show notes. And if you want to start diving into this work as well and really how to bring in the feminine into your life, there's the, the path of femininity, which is my um, my second book. And it's a, it's a manual. It's a very practical book with a lot of exercises to really help you reclaim your feminine energy, how to surrender, how to come back to your authentic expression, how to be intuitive and so on. So amazing. Congratulations on a second book already. <laughs> That's yes, beautiful. Thank you. Like birthing a baby. I know. Yeah. I, Currently writing the third one as well. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank and you for having me. Bring the beautiful feminine work so more women can really awaken into this powerful softness. Thank you. Mm, thank you. <laughs>